0: Herod, the ruler, heard about all that Jesus had done, and he was perplexed because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the ancient prophets had arisen. Herod said, John, I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And tried to see Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord takes delight in His people. That was our responsorial psalm refrain. The Lord takes delight in His people. It doesn't always feel like the Lord takes delight in us. Perhaps we say, Well, Lord, if you really delighted in me, you wouldn't send me these sufferings. You wouldn't allow me to go through this. Can you believe, Lord, what that person did to me? Man, it was so embarrassing, Lord, what I went through when that happened. We could be tempted to think the Lord is not taking delight in us. Or we could look at all our sins and say, Lord, you could never take delight in this. (laughs) And it makes me think on this memorial of St. Pius of Pietrocina, as known as Padre Pio, that opening prayer we had on today. That opening prayer, by the way, is called the Collect. And that prayer, you'll notice the priest always says, let us pray. And there's a pause. And the purpose of the pause is for us to bring our prayers in silence, what we're offering and asking for at Mass, in that silence. And then the priest collects, so to speak, all those prayers, and then offers them up to God with that prayer, the Collect. Well, the Collect said some very interesting words today, if you were listening. These things can so easily go over our head or in one ear and out the other. Sometimes we don't notice. It basically asked God to give us sufferings so we could share in the joy of the resurrection. And some people might not really like that prayer. They might say, what? What did we just pray for? Sufferings? I don't want no sufferings. I want to get to heaven without the cross. But of course we know that that is not how our faith works. And it's interesting as we look at the readings and this memorial and how they combine today. You know, St. Padre Pio, I'm sure you all know who he is, and if not, I strongly recommend you read about him. Amazing saint, I think he died in... oh man, it's definitely the second half of the 20th century. But I don't want to give you any dates lest I'm wrong. But of course very famous for many miracles, many healings, Franciscan Capuchin friar, who at times was very distrusted by the church. His miracles and the stories about him were so fantastic, so incredible. You know, the devil would appear to him. He would suffer much, suffer from attacks from the evil one, suffer from the sheer volume of people who came for confession, sometimes 16 hours a day hearing confessions, let alone the other things he probably had to do. And then probably the most painful, suffering from authorities in the church saying, you're not doing the right thing. When he knew in his heart he was striving his best to do the Lord, he really went through the cross, so much so that he was, of course, what we call a a stigmatic, someone who had the stigmata, the wounds of Christ in their hands, their feet, and so on. He was branded by the Lord. He suffered with the Lord, and yet the Lord took delight in him. And it makes me think of something St. Mother Teresa said. She said, the cross is the kiss of Jesus. (laughs) Most of us, when we feel a cross, we don't really feel kissed by God. I think sometimes it unfortunately happens that we don't even realize that we're carrying a cross and we don't even think sometimes to unite ourselves more deeply to God in it. But this is what St. Padre Pio did. And the Lord took delight in him. And we know that, as we heard from the prophet Haggai, we hear this thing where the Lord is saying, hey guys, I want to rebuild the temple. And they're all living cushy lives, and they like that they got their cushy house, their comfy spot, they don't really want to put that money and time into the temple. But God says, no, build it, and then you'll be blessed. You thought you were going to earn wages, but you earned wages to put them in a bag with holes. In other words, unless you do my will, which is going to cost you something, you're not going to be really satisfied. So that's just a little theme, a little takeaway tonight. As we think of St. Pius of Pietrocina, that only when we unite ourselves with the cross of Christ, which is not easy, which is heroic, which we need great grace and a deep prayer life to do consistently, to choose it day in and day out, only when we do that, though, do we also, as the opening prayer said, start to taste in the resurrection, the fullness of life,